That's pretty good. It was tough. I was I was trying to find a word that wouldn't be too offensive, but also imply that his daughter is, uh, you know, is busy. So, anyways, uh, all right. Well, coming. <laughs> Welcome to Stand Up Stand Up, presented by It Misfits. This is where tech professionals and comedy intersect daily in your new favorite stand up meet. Each episode has two parts: a roundtable discussion on an IT topic and then an open source open mic where each comic shares or works on a stand-up comedy bit. At the end of the week, we perform our final crafted bit. Just like any good stand-up meeting, we try to make these short and valuable. Hopefully, this brings a smile to your day, gives you something to think about, and most importantly, gives you something funny you can share with other IT professionals. All right. Well, with me today are my fellow misfits, Tim Stevens, Samuel Hernandez, and Matt Campisi. I'm Jerry Black. Let's get into it. All right. The quote for today is, a leader is a dealer in hope. And that was Napoleon Bonaparte that said that. A leader is a dealer in hope. hope. Yeah. I thought that was a cool one. So especially since this week, we're talking about- Yeah, you got to explain. You got to explain that a little more. I guess I would take it as saying a lot of the time as uh, being a leader and it, and being a manager, people, even in IT, you will see people say, um, we can't get that project done. Or what happens if we don't get that project done? Or what what happens if I don't, I, I, you know, I can't make this meeting. I can't do that. Even, even the little bits, right? I didn't get enough tickets closed out this week. Or I've got a major project that we've got to complete and I just feel it feels hopeless. And I would say as a leader, as a manager, you have to really lift those people up uh, to get the best out of them. It can't just be, I'm going to put tasks in front of you and um, gauge you against those tasks. It is, I'm going to um, also help lift you up and make you feel comfortable and confident that succeed or fail, we're all in this together. And we have, we always have hope that we're going to get it, uh, get things completed. And then when we don't, we work to address it. Um, Jerry's new quote now, <laughs> redefining <laughs> Napoleon's quote. So um, this week's topic, we want to talk about um, really moving into IT management. And if that's the direction that you want to go, that's what we'll uh, that's what we'll be getting into. But first, let's talk a little open source comedy. So I was thinking, it wouldn't it be weird, you know, back in the day, people are named Smith because they were a blacksmith, right? And th- and that their last names were sort of based on their on their job roles. And I thought, well, what would happen if that happened now, and in particular in IT? So you know, I'd be maybe I'd be Jerry Project Manager instead of Jerry Black, right? And be Matt Sales Engineer. It'd be Tim Network Engineer. It'd be it'd be Samuel the Salesman, right? That'd be that'd be kind of cool. But then I was talking with a buddy of mine and, and I was like, yeah, but that would be bad because then his kids' names would be like Craig the Couch Sitter, Paul the Pot Smoker, and <laughs> Susie the Skank. So I was like, yeah, this, this is not, just not going to work out. So, Ooh, Skank. <laughs> I like that. Coming to the stage uh, for a little open mic is Tim Stevens. So uh, if you're watching the show for the first time, the way this is supposed to work is the comedy is supposed to get better as we get through the different comedians. <laughs> I'm going to take a step back 
<laughs> Jerry asked if I had anything this morning. I don't have anything. Honestly, guys, I'm going through a book right now that's helped me kind of put together the mechanics of comedy. And one of the things that I'm covering is a concept called redefining words. So you take a set of words as an exercise and you write them out. They could just be random words. And then you think of different meanings of that words. You redefine those words. Okay. So I'm going to give you an example and understand that I just started this this weekend. So these are going to be very rough here. Okay. So bear with me. All right. So postgraduate, a tree that graduates into a house pillar. Okay. That's memeable. <laughs> yeah. Clinch. Whipping the water. See Lynch? Uh, no. <laughs> See you two more. <laughs> All, right, well, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nurse maid. Cleans up after the nurse. Ooh. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's all I got. So <laughs> <laughs> the, the idea before we move on here to the real comedy today is being able to put together, structure a, an idea or a concept and put an idea in someone's mind about where you're going with your statements. And then you twist it. And once you've twisted it, that word or words, you then deliver comedy. Okay. Right. So all take right. that with you. Explore it. Yep. Well, Thank Tim, you. what I love about that is just you're showing that comedy you have to work on. I mean, you, you see special comedians, you know, they're not as naturally funny. I mean, there's prep and work and work and work and work. So thank you for sharing yeah. kind of this work that you're 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 yeah. doing to focus on that one thing. Uh I do have a, a little bit, you know, all of us have that neighborhood, you know, that kind of nice neighborhood in your little town you drive through. Uh and inevitably you see that trophy wife uh always sporting the baseball hat, leaving the gym around 10 30 on a random weekday without a care in the world. My question is, why the ladder on the back of the Range Rover up to the roof? Does the yoga mat really need an entire roof rack to support its weight? <laughs> I need to work on this, but I've seen like three Range Rovers in the last few days, all with very attractive wives. Uh, you know, the car's immaculate with this very sturdy uh, ladder going to the roof. It's like, it's it seems like a waste of money, but you know, maybe that's part of the look and the appeal. So I need to come up with, the observation and then make it more funny and the yoga mat was what i came up with so God, maybe you guys awesome. could help me over the course of the week it's samuel overlanding bro like that's in whether you you know you got my thing i see all these toyota forerunners with the roof tent roof rack tent rooftop tent the, the spiky beaver shovel and all this stuff, and that a lick of dirt on the thing. Like that thing has never seen dirt. It's just really cool look. But it adds like five hundred pounds of extra weight, and oh, gas is dude. kind of expensive. It's like you're you're. I always laugh at these people. I'm like, too much gas you're wasting with all that weight that you're lugging yeah. around just to look cool. If you're gonna put it on and use it, man. Um, you know, it's funny. Like you know, my 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 little bit is about bait and switch, and there's so many different ways that you can take that. You know, we talk about. You know, in IT, how someone comes up to you and, and, you know, knock on the door, you're sitting in your office and you're working on that email you've been working on for a while and you finally get in the flow of the words and, and you're flowing through it and someone knocks on the door and they're like, hey, man, 
I got a quick question. And then like half an hour, more like 45 minutes later, they're finally leaving your office. And that email is toast. Like you have no idea what you were writing. Like the whole idea of like, <laughs> hey, I've got a really simple project for you, Samuel. Like it's only going to take five minutes. And it's like, you know, three days later, I'm still working on this damn thing, you know? <laughs> and then we talk about like, today we're talking about career path changes and whatever. And when I got into sales, I thought the whole entire thing was like golfing, lunches, and dinners. <laughs> That's what it's about at all. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think you know, I think, I think there's, there's some humor in in that, and uh, yeah, I got work on that bit. It bait and switch, the old it, IT bait and switch. Yeah. I like it. Yep. I like it. All right. Well, let's get into then uh, this week's uh, this today's topic. So we're really talking about if we're moving into, if we're talking about helping people um, make the decision to move into management, I think it's, it's important that we start with the question of, of what type of role are you actually looking for? I think a lot of people make a mistake when they say, I just want to get into management um, because they're not really thinking through what, what that really means. And they're certainly not thinking through how they might get there. Uh, a lot of the time they're like, well, I'm a manager in network engineering. And so therefore I want to be the manager of the network engineering group. And then you don't, you don't have to go that route, but you do need to be thinking about the path that you want to take and where ultimately you want to end up. If you want to be a senior leader, a C level leader, then you need to, um, to really approach your, approach your next steps with that in mind. Um, I think there is a huge shift in responsibilities and skill sets that are required that a lot of people don't take into account. You kind of, just as much as IT management and leadership will say, well, he's really good at um, his technical skill set. So let's make him the leader. leader yeah. The same thing happens on an individual perspective. You think, well, I'm really good at this. So I could easily lead the team. And they really are not the same skill sets. Uh, it's important to have that technical uh, intellect, but not necessarily the, uh, the even really the most critical part of what it is that you've uh, skill set you've got to have. So, with that said, um, that's kind of my thought: is is hey, as you're transitioning into these positions, um, think about the paths and think about the work you will need to put in to take you down those paths. And we'll be talking about that all this week. I like it. I think I think there's a lot to say about uh, this is one comedian that says sometimes you have to get to the place you've been wanting to get to to know that that's not the place that you wanted to be. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a great. Point. Don't feel bad for being there because if you hadn't got there, you wouldn't know. Yeah. You didn't want to be there, and you're still trying to get there, right? Like, kind of funny <laughs> way to say it, but um, but uh, there's a lot of thought into that goes into like that career path and you know i i have been a manager i've been an it director um i interviewed for uh sales management roles and got the role and turned it down after i realized the things that it was that it, that it was going to require um and i personally love being an ind individual contributor um it's what i'm passionate about and i'm kind of good at it right and so i think i think a lot of times people think oh like that is the next progression of of my career, and if I am, and if I and if I am to be successful or to feel valued, I have to go to the next level. 
And I think a lot of times the world kind of tells us that, but it's not necessarily a reality. You know, I've, you know, I, I stepped down from management to be an, an individual contributor and I, way more fun, way more fun. Telling <clears> people <throat> that they can't wear jeans unless it's, you know, uh, you know, casual Friday is not my idea of a good time. You know, you have to understand that management is really a people thing. You know, like it's really, if you're passionate about helping others and, and, you know, kind of selfless in that, in that regard, great, great rule. Cause it's not about you. Right. Uh, it's really about, about managing people. And as you get higher and higher, it gets more and more about business, but you're passionate about those things and you really enjoy it then then great but don't don't think that you know it's going to be more of the same what you're what you're currently doing because it's 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 fundamentally different i love it Mm. that's great that's a great example samuel thank you for sharing um that you know that you that you Mm. went to it and dropped and came out of it right like i think a lot of people get in the mode of um they have to be you know like you said they have to be and Mm. i think that's great that you shared that um all right, uh, Tim. Yeah, I think the examining the why behind it, behind the move from being an individual contributor to moving to management, you really have to take some time and examine the why. So a lot of what I think engineers get out of their work, the fulfillment and satisfaction, satis- uh, what am I trying to say? The satisfaction. There we go. The gratification, <laughs> the satisfaction, the happiness. <laughs> there you go. The happiness, everything, the everything is the ability to solve problems, right? Mm-hmm. They're throwing a problem or they identify a problem or they create the problem or the customer creates the problem. And they're able to take the problem, take their experience, reach back, take the knowledge and everything that they've learned, and then wrap that with passion, wrap that with work ethic and diligence and fortitude to be able to solve a problem, right? And then get acknowledged and recognized for solving that problem. Right. And that's a big thing. And for a lot of people, they don't even realize that the acknowledgement and the getting recognized, whether it's publicly via an email or just simply verbally a thank you, how much that does for you. Right. People don't realize that. So once you move into management, what you can expect is really that's going to start to disappear. Right. You're not in the business anymore of of chasing those affirmations, per se, or looking for that acknowledgement. You are going to solve a lot of problems. But you're also going to delegate and empower people um, that work for you to solve those problems who are also going to get recognized for solving those problems. So examining the why I think is super critical. And then if you understand the why, and maybe it is like Samuel said, it's a people thing. Maybe you just want to work with people, then great. But if you're chasing just the title and the salary, but you're also thinking that you're going to get the same level of that affirmation that you were getting as an individual contributor. The reality is you're probably not, and you got to be okay with that. So step back, examine the why. Yeah. The money is great. Yeah. The title is great. I mean, who doesn't like to go to a family reunion? Everybody asks you what you're doing now. And you say, Oh, I've moved up to management. That feels really good, but all the work and sacrifice and everything else that comes with it, Right. You got to be okay with that. And if anything else, you have to want that as well. A part of you has to want that. That nice solid, Tim. Uh, can I say, say something on that? Um, I, I was I was covering global accounts um, for a period at my job at Nutanix, you know, through 
hiring and splitting of territories, whatever, I ended up like losing the, you know, the global account. Um, and I was really upset about it for the longest time. Like I felt like I got a demotion, you know, like it, it, it took me a while to, to, to accept that and, and really transition and focus back to like, what am I really trying to accomplish here? It's not about me having a title or covering a, you know, a global account. It's about, Maybe you'll have fun with the money that I make, right? Spend time with my family and do those things, right? That was that was good, Tim. Yeah. When, and, and when you figure out your why uh, and you want to learn and move into management, you know, what is going on in your head? You have to turn in the words. You have to tell your direct boss what you want to do and ask for their help so that you can work on getting that next step. So the why is super important, but you have to put it into words. And the words are, hey, I need, I would like some help. I like some assistance. And the big key one I feel is ask your leadership for a mentor, not your boss as a mentor. You need someone who you could speak to candidly, who's maybe in a parallel organization or even outside of your company so that you could be talking to that person who's already in the job and mm-hmm. you could ask safe questions and you could you know, just uh, learn more so that you could reinforce that why. And to your point, Samuel, you it said that hey you wanted the job and you realize you didn't want the job <laughs> um and uh the one thing i loved about what you did not say in that little um feedback samuel was you didn't say you were a failure you didn't say that yeah, anything that sort and that's the key thing is like it, you're not a failure by trying something and not liking it so i love that you never even used the word failure because that is that should not be in anyone's vernacular that should not be in your ego it should not be in that call it a family reunion of well, that you, you're not the manager because you didn't want to be the manager because you got your why right so it, it i'll tell you what it was though like that was like when i say it took me a while that was a that was a really personal struggle for me for a long time. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like a failure. And then I look around and I'm like, wait a second, like, no, like not at all. And I and I found myself like way more happier because my my I got my why right. Yeah. Can you tell a joke about it? Oh, probably. Because <laughs> honestly, right? Like, not I, not that I necessarily want you to to do a a, a one liner at this exact moment. But if you think about it, right, like that's a deeply personal moment. Mm-hmm. That is what audiences engage with because guarantee everybody in the audience has had some experience with exactly what you're talking about. And to yeah. be able to share, especially what we're trying to do, right, to be able to share a personal experience of I, I tried it. Here's where I went. This is how it this is how it worked. And this is how it went. And it went bad. And things <laughs> go from you know comedy. They go from bad to worse. But like literally. Mm-hmm sharing that but punching it up with humor along the way man i i, I think people just buy into that so much some meat in that bone all right well um thank you uh, all for today i appreciate everybody's uh, contributions um essentially i think it's important and what you heard today right make sure that you really think through why you want to move into to management do you really want to move into management and why and what does it really mean to you? Are you ready to make the sacrifices? Are you ready to to, um, to learn about people and recognize this is a people business once you get into management. It's no longer a, uh, necessarily a technology business. Unless you want to go the CTO direction, which in that case, I'd say you probably want to start brushing up on all of your different technologies and really gain a deep understanding of all of those different technologies 
uh, and how they interact with each other, then you can be looking towards maybe a CTO role, less people management in a CTO role, more yeah. almost like consulting and contractor management and CTO. Um, not one size fits all. Every management uh, role is different. Every leadership position is different. I would not necessarily say that you've got to stay in your lane when you want to move into uh, management. We're going to get into a little, um, a little bit more about that this week, and we'll try and really uh, help provide some, some insight and some direction to everybody so that you can hear not only our stories, hear some of our jokes about maybe our, our, our hits and misses during this process, because I got a lot of misses, uh, <laughs> but uh, also um, maybe get some tidbits uh, for when you, uh, when you, you know, start on this journey yourself, if that's what you decide to do. Certainly want to thank everybody for joining today. Thank you very much to my fellow misfits, Tim Stevens, Matt Campisi, Samuel Hernandez. My name is Jerry Black. Have a great day. That's it for today's stand-up meeting. Remember, this isn't just a podcast. It's a weekly process to find the fun. You are front row at the birth of any of this comedy. It's open source. So please feel free to share this with people that you work with. If you share something funny with other people, their day will be brighter and you'll be amazed at how much better your day is because of it. Thank you very much for being here. Have a great day.